This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Welcome to the Nakuda podcast on Rosh Chodesh Av, beginning of the nine days, Tufshin Pei Gimel, and Parshas Tavurim. I'm not going to concentrate too much on the Parsha this week. I think it's important to deal with the uh, subject that most people are thinking about in the nine days. Chorim Besamikdash, preparing for Tisha B'Av, that kind of stuff. Um, actually, I'm not sure what's going to be with the podcast next week because of the fact of uh, Tisha B'Av, but uh, hopefully we'll be able to get around that. Um, in any case, uh, I am kind of excited to talk about this because I actually think that I've uh, <laughs> kind of um, broken some new ground here. Usually, you know, it, it, it approach this subject is kind of depressing and people are down. Uh, it doesn't seem to be anything new to say. And uh, we're usually not uh, too excited about um, another another year of Avelis on the uh, subject of the Chorm Besamikdash. We think that hopefully we passed it up by now, uh, but we're still, you know, don't have a Besamikdash yet, so we're still in, in Golis. Um, so what I wanted to talk about is, I think, what's at the core of the matter here, and a lot of contradictory things about the Avelis itself. In other words, on the one hand, we're told to be sad about the Hormbesamikdash, and that's something we're supposed to experience the whole year. I mean, people who uh, uh, say Tikkun Chatzois, for example, is, is something which is uh, an expression of, of, of uh, pain and suffering uh, on the subject of the Hormbe Nabais. Uh, that we experience the entire year. So this is just the kind of the, the climax, the peak of it during this period. Um, at the same time, we're supposed to be serving Hashem B'Simcha. Everybody agrees to that. Now you don't have to be a chosid to, to uh, acknowledge the importance of Simcha and how, how much a part that is of the, uh, of the void of Hashem that we're supposed to have. That the lack of Simcha in the void of Hashem was in itself a, a, a cause of destruction. It's one of the things that got us uh, the whole, you know, the clueless, uh why we were, um, uh, you know, the, the clothes that were foretold for the Jewish people were based on the idea of not being besimcha. So how does all this work out? How is it possible? The main problem, I believe, a large, a large part of the problem is our mindset and our understanding of what is our tachlis and creation. What are we here for? What are we supposed to be doing here? Um, and in a sense, I think that a lot of us are uh, setting ourselves up for failure. I think the more, the higher our expectations are, and the more we want to accomplish, uh, a lot of the times it's the biggest source of our frustration and our depression uh, when we don't accomplish the goals that we set for ourselves. Uh, that's for like a high. Uh, 
high producing, you know, high producer, as I say, an achiever, a person who, you know, wants to do significant things with their lives. And then they see that those things are not happening like they had intended or whatever. They feel very restricted and very, and then sometimes they, they look to uh, blame others for their failures. Like, uh, just saw something recently that a, a girl had uh, brought, brought up in Curious Oil, um, was, uh, actually quite honestly assessing the situation that she had left the uh, Hasidic community in hopes of finding, you know, fame and fortune in the secular world and then finding out that it's not so easy and uh, being just about as frustrated, frustrated after leaving the community as she was when she was in the community still. So anyway, that's that's uh, a typical thing. And then there's, um, on the other hand, they've got people that are really not interested in achieving anything particular. And their attitude is exactly opposite, where they want to just, you know, keep the uh, not don't rock the boat you know look for the good life that is create a life for yourself which is comfortable and satisfying and uh, doesn't demand too much uh, kind of keep the status quo and uh, just try to you know just just uh, basically treading water and the problem with that is that it leads to a, a certain level of complacency and also it leads to a defensiveness because then it becomes a certain you, you get a certain closeness to anything new or uh, uh, adventurous, you know, because you're so busy trying to protect what you have, and you're so uh, afraid. You have so much anxiety about losing that which you've worked so hard to build up for yourself. Um, that you know, and something's going to disturb your your uh, feeling of of, uh, of security. That then you you know you're a nervous wreck just trying to uh, protect what you have. And you're certainly not going anywhere. There's a big problem with that also from a spiritual standpoint. When we, we uh, consider the Chazal, it says that when um, a generation that the Bismikdash is not built, or a person, I guess, uh, is that the, 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 the uh, Bismikdash is not built in his lifetime, it's as if it was destroyed in his lifetime. So in other words... You can't really sit on the sidelines. In other words, if you're not actively involved in building something, you are, in a sense, destroying something. And there's a reason why you have to understand that. And it's it's kind of it's tied to so many things. It's just amazing how this how how this subject is uh, relevant on so many different levels. Um, for example, if a person why does a person gain weight? A person gains weight because they are not um, expending enough effort to burn up the food that they're taking in. Because if a person is is actually only taking in the amount of food that they need for the activity level that they're on, then they won't gain weight because that that that, that food that they're that they're ingesting is going to be burned up. On the other hand, if it just keeps on uh, accumulating and accumulating because it's not burned up, then the person gains weight and he gets you know more sluggish and more unhealthy and more uh, uh, you know he he uh, so word he's falling apart <laughs> at a much uh, quicker rate than if he was active and uh, you know not having to carry with him all that that extra weight. So this is, you know, on a physical level, is essentially something that is is going on the, on, the, on the spiritual level. So let's talk now. We've talked a little bit about the the problems. What is the solution? So what I want to propose here is 
based on, a, on a, an essential understanding of what's going on at the spiritual level, which I just came to Mamish uh, very recently, this idea of what is the neshama. Something we learned just a couple days ago um, about the fact that the neshama itself, this is from the Sefer Amud Havoida from Burak Kosover, which we learn uh, every uh, Monday night. I have, I, 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 I do uh, um, video that, that uh, course, so I really should be putting it up. But anyway, um, what it's talking about is that the neshama that we're given is a light source. It is this this tremendously brilliant source of light. He compares the the and the seichel, the the uh, the intellect is coming out of that. The, the the source of the intellect is the neshama. Uh, he compares it to the the, the uh, relationship of the sun to its rays. The rays of the sun that are coming out of the sun are are a result of of, of uh, they're coming out from a source, and the light source is so much tremendously brighter and has so much more energy than the light ray that we see coming out of it because you look at the sun directly you see the result of the sun shining okay so so the same thing with the with the the neshama is so much more brilliant and and unlimited uh than the seichel that is that that is produced from it that you know this is the source of the seichel the intellect as brilliant a person as a person may be, it's just uh, maybe an indication that his his neshama is on a higher level. But anyway, the point is is that is that the the goof that the neshama is forced into at birth is a limited physical thing, and the potential of the neshama is never. Uh, it's, it's only a fraction, a tiny amount of the power of the neshama that's able to be expressed through the goof. The goof is a, is a finite thing. And this parallels the concept of tzimtzum that we see on, on, a, on the relationship between Hashem and the Bria Hashem is taking something that's totally infinite, totally uncomprehensible, something that's on a totally, totally different level. And it's that some aspect of that Brilliance of Hashem of Hashem's existence, or Ein Soif, as we call it, it has to come through a physical world, as, and, and that's what sustains the physical world. So, how does this work? How how is that how is that even possible? It 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 means that a, tr- a, a, a tiny, tiny, tiny little fragment through all kinds of of, of levels of tzimtzumim, of contractions and compressions. Uh, is, until it's able to come into this this physical world of ours, and then it becomes very concealed. Also, in order that we should have free choice, uh, that we can barely see it. So, because otherwise it'd be overwhelming, and we wouldn't have free choice. And we, you know, that that's all, uh, also a very uh, central uh, aspect of of the world is is that there should be free, free choice. There's also an idea that Hashem wants us to be as partners in rebuilding the world. So, therefore, and in bringing His presence into the world, so that we have something to do that we get rewarded for. Um, so that uh, there also it also has to be concealed. It has to be kind of a hard job to to get it in here. Okay, so so what's the problem? The problem is because people uh, who have high expectations of themselves or uh, high you know goals and and, uh, and and desires want to feel like they have accomplished something, like they've done something significant. And the problem is that at every turn, the limitations of the physical world are against them. Everything seems to be going opposite. It, it seems to be holding them back. 
and they, they can very easily become frustrated with the amount that they actually accomplish compared to the amount they would like to accomplish. You know, their, their dreaming and their, their uh, uh, visions of what is possible are based on the potential of the neshama, but it's not based on the, the contraction of the physical world. They don't very often uh, appreciate just how many abst- obstacles there are and just how difficult it is to accomplish anything. So, so that for them, that's a frustration. That feels like, here, I'm here, I have so much potential, I have so much I want to do, and there's so, uh, I'm, I'm getting so little done. It's in terms of, you know, it's so, so they look at it like there's this vast space to fill, and they have this, they've all only accomplishing to, to, to fill it with a very, very tiny uh, amount of, of how much, you know, the, that, that it could be filled with. Because they see that all in terms of, on a, on a, on a visionary basis, on a, on a, 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 a uh, expectation basis, they see it as being that, that they're only doing something um, uh, significant. They're only uh, accomplishing their, their purpose for creation if they are doing something big, you know, on their level of what they can dream of, of uh, wanting to do. And what they don't realize is, is that what Hashem really wants is mule kola uretz kevoidoi, to fill the earth with his glory. What does that mean? Why, why is that necessary to say fill the earth with his glory? Why not just say uh, to, to um, I don't know, uh, to realize his glory, just to, to, to see his glory, you know, to, to implement his glory. <laughs> What's the Oretz doing there? So the Oretz is because the Oretz is the, the, the earth, the land, the, the physical, our physical existence, you know, down here, you know, Malchus, uh, Malchus the Ara, you know, the Oil of this is, this is the, the, the physical earth that we have to, to work with. And that is a physical place. So it's really a very, you know, spiritually speaking, it's a very small place. It's it's a um, it's 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 compared to to Ruchnius, it's it's tiny. So what are we here to do? We're to, we're supposed to take that tiny space that we have to work with and fill it with as much of Hashem's glory as we possibly can. So if you took, look at your at at, at a, a, a person's capacity to actually implement midas and and knowledge and um, and and you know all of the things that, that, that the, the, the possible things that we could seek to accomplish in the world and, and deal with all the other people in the world as well because we're not alone, um, we see that actually we have very little space to work with. There's only a certain amount of capacity that we have within our own neshamas and within the, uh, the world as a whole in terms of people's willingness and ability to, to receive and, and implement and, and, and uh, you know, comprehend what's really going on, that, it, that any type of a breakthrough, any type of, type of change, any type of, of uh, um, implementation of Torah Mitzvahs is a big accomplishment because there's so much resistance to that. There's so much, there's so much uh, to concealing that and, and working against that, that, this, that the smallest amount that we can get in is filling the space that's available. It was you're taking a very small space and filling it to its capacity. And that's all Hashem wants us to do. Now, that's, not, that's actually not all Hashem wants us to do because we're supposed to be constantly... There's two things we have to do. One thing is we're supposed to be 
expanding that space. So that's a very gradual process, just like any construction project. This is a very gradual thing. But little by little, we're supposed to be, to, to be you know, what they saw, the call, you know, expanding the, the, the boundaries of Kedusha. We're supposed to be, you know, working on, on increasing our ability to absorb and to, to, to accept and to, um, and, 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 uh, and to bring these things in, both by exposing ourselves to, you know, more knowledge and more, more learning and more appreciation and all that kind of thing. And then, you know, trying to implement that to, to understand that we have, you know, that we have to accept um, and, and, and that we have to then, you know, do our best to, to, to fill that and that, that increase that space and fill the new space with new stuff. And the other thing is to, 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 to reject that which is extra. Just like if you have a space which is full of junk and full of, of out, you know, outmoded, irrelevant stuff, you have to, to be constantly, you know, uh, getting rid of that stuff in order to make space for new stuff. So a, a, a muscle would be, you know, a child that when the child is very young, <clears throat> has limited ability to understand. <clears throat> so for him, learning olive base it's the little alphabet is is a big accomplishment. You make a big, a big, a big deal about the child being able to learn the olive base because on his level he's filling that space of his in, that's available in his intellect with something which uh, which was which he didn't understand before and which is a foundation for all future learning. Same thing when he has a chumish he, he learns a few psukim and chumish and they make a big celebration because for him that's a big deal. So on every level that we get to. Whatever we have to celebrate, the idea of making a seum, make a celebration, is whatever we can bring down into the world through filling our space with, 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 with you know, with, with Kedusha, that is what we're here to do. And it's, it has nothing to do with compared to somebody else. It has nothing to do with uh, if, whether it's a, a great accomplishment in itself. It's a question of whether for us it is using our using out our potential our not, not even our potential because our potential is huge We're talking about our actual ability to uh to to bring down some kind of kedusha into the 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 the, the uh, space that we have available for it and then you know to be constantly working again on a daily basis on increasing that space so that we have we're able to absorb more and more and and, and radiate that and teach that to others and that kind of thing but it has nothing to do with a comparison to some kind of a standard or you know how we measure up to someone else or even how we measure up to our own expectations because that is always going to be a, to be a depressing defeatist kind of endeavor we're never going to be able to be Really, I mean, the idea of being samech bechelkoi is the idea of that you accept where you are, who you are, how much you can do. But on the other hand, we have to tremendously fight against this, this idea of the chaim toivim, the good life. You know, a person wants to set up a good life and then stay there. You know, protect it, make sure that they're that 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 they're not that that is not endangered because then that's they're they're full of anxiety about trying to keep the status quo that it shouldn't be um, it, it it shouldn't be disturbed and they're and and take, learning anything new or or implementing anything new is is a risk because it's doing something new that hasn't been tried yet and you know and maybe you're going to lose what you have and uh, this is uh, so so relevant i mean i can't uh, anybody with you know who sees anything clearly can see that this is what's going on you've got on one hand people that are like overachievers and they're always depressed about how much they didn't do and they're trying this idea of trying to do more than they can actually handle 
is is going to lead to breakdowns and and uh, over over you know stressing out and that kind of thing because you're trying to basically take take more than the the kali than the vessel can handle and stuff it in there until the vessel breaks it's 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 just it's it, it it pops it can't can't handle anymore so because that's based on our own expectations and our own ideas of what is significant and what's not significant or when i've really really accomplished something noteworthy or or, or not and that's not the point the point is Hashem has given us a job in this world is to fill the space available with Hashem's glory just fill it. Just make sure it's full and, and keep expanding it so that you can always fill it with more and keep getting rid of the, of the bad stuff. This is one of the biggest challenges in our times also is the idea that, um, that uh, we get filled up with so much shtuyot, so much, so much shtism from the, from the belt, from, from all this the media that's around and everything else. There's no place. It's not necessary. It doesn't help us do anything. And it just keeps accumulating and accumulating in our minds and in our, in our, in our emotional you know, makeup and everything. And we have a very hard time getting rid of it to make space for the stuff that really does count. So this is our avoidance. This is what we're about. This is what, this is, what is going to make our, our lives feel worthwhile and, and, and give us a chance to be besimcha. Every morning when our neshama comes into our body, you know, we could be depressed. Like our neshama was free and, 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 and shemaim and now it's coming into this limited body and now, you know, I'm, 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 I'm trapped again. Whereas if you realize that your whole, your whole avoid is to fill that body, davka, that, that, the uritz, that, 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 that uh, physical thing with Hashem's, uh, with, 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 uh, you know, Hashem's could, then that, and that you should be a representative for that and it should, you know, show on your face or whatever, that people can be inspired from it. That is going to be the thing that ultimately leads to the geula. So, and that's what's building the besamiktus. That's what's putting this whole shvira sakelem, these pieces that blew apart because it, they couldn't, it, 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 they, they, they couldn't handle the kedusha. That's going to put everything back together in a new way that has so much more capacity and ultimately will build the besamiktus in our times. Be'ezus Hashem, the kudav v'yameni this year in Mr. Sham. You should see. Uh, we should be able to go to the besamiktus in Yerushalayim. Amen.